Hi, this is Sean Parker with Fill in the Blank. We have a guest today, Judge Stephanie Mingo from the Franklin County Municipal Court Environmental Division. Judge Mingo just won a very, very important election a few days ago. It was an election that was basically done in a very different style. Uh, it, it, was, it was not run necessarily on the old way of doing things. It was run on a relationship that she built along with Judge Russo and with the community. And it's something that, frankly, we don't think has ever been done before uh, called Beyond the Bench. So Judge Mingo, welcome to our fill in the blank podcast and Hi, Sean thank yeah. you for having me on we are excited we I mean there's it's it's it's, it's all happiness and roses today <laughs> it is it you. absolutely is <laughs> we, we love it um, t- tell us tell us a little bit what we like to do is is let let the folks get to know you a little bit so tell us tell us how you got here where yeah. you came from and and a little bit about who you are and then we'll talk about your court and what is happening and what your goals are most importantly for Wonderful. the future. All right. Thank you, Sean. Yeah. So I am a originally a, um, a Cantonian. I'm from uh, two hours uh, northeast of here. And uh, I came uh, to Columbus uh, for undergrad and law school, went to undergrad at the Ohio State University yes, and graduated. OH, <laughs> right? I.O. Uh, graduated from Ohio State uh, with a bachelor's of arts in political science and then uh, quickly went off to law school uh, at Capital University. Uh, so, Sean, I have been uh, in Franklin County for the last 20, 25 years of my life. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, just prior to taking the bench here, Sean, I, well, I had done several things. Uh, I had started my legal career as a guardian ad litem working in Franklin County's Juvenile Domestic Relations Court. Mm-hmm. Then I went on to do a variety of things. I'd worked for the uh, state of Ohio at one point, working for the Ohio Auditor of State. Uh, but more immediately prior to taking the bench, I was a Franklin County prosecutor in the Environmental Division. So it was just sort of a natural fit. When that vacancy in that uh, particular division uh, became open, I decided to screen for it. And lo and behold, uh, I was appointed to that bench by then Governor John Kasich in uh, December of 2018. Took the bench in January of 2019 and have been Franklin County's environmental court judge now for almost the last three years. Great, great. Yeah, yeah. So t- tell us a little bit about the environmental court, if, if you could. It's uh, it's a unique, the specialty dockets, I believe, are one of the most important things in the future of the judiciary and the way that we work with the community. Um, what, what's your impression of, yeah. of the specialty dockets and then also the environmental court? Yeah, thanks. That's a really great question, Sean. So the environmental division, it is um, it is a special courtroom. It is, uh, as I understand it, uh, there is no other um, courtroom like it, no other division like it in the state of Ohio. Uh, and I am told uh, it is unique uh, throughout the country, the type of jurisdiction uh, that that court has. Uh, so just briefly, the environmental court is made up of 15 judges. There are 14 in the general division, and I alone am the sole environmental division judge for Franklin County. Uh, in that courtroom, I hear all of the cases involving properties that are a public nuisance. These are properties that are uh, typically not in compliance with housing, building, zoning, health, safety, or fire codes. Uh, it could also be a property that is um, uh, involved in illegal activity. Perhaps it's a drug house. It may be a 
property that is involved in human trafficking, but if it's a property, whether it's commercial or residential, and uh, it is uh, considered to be a public nuisance, if a city determines to file a complaint, uh, that case comes to me. I also hear all of Franklin County's cases involving environmental crimes. So whether it's illegal dumping or littering or the transportation of hazardous material, I would hear all those cases as well. Uh, finally, I have uh, the distinct honor of hearing all of Franklin County's animal abuse and neglect cases. So a very busy courtroom, a very unique courtroom. Uh, some folks do see it as more or less as, as a specialized docket. Um, that courtroom, that division rather, uh, was created uh, by the Ohio General Assembly in 1991. So it's a rather new division, mm -hmm. relatively new, I should say. Uh, but it is somewhat specialized. As I said, it's the only courtroom within Franklin County that hears cases involving uh, public nuisance properties. I think specialized dockets are wonderful. Uh, the uh, In the municipal court here in Franklin County, we have numerous uh, specialized dockets. We have a drug court. We have a veterans court. We have a mental health court. Uh, very soon we should have a court, um, a specialized docket for young adults uh, who come through the municipal court. So specialized dockets are um, a relatively new creation uh, for courts, but I think it's wonderful. I think it gives us uh, sort of a more focused uh, look at some unique cases that uh, courts and uh, judges come across. And it's sort of my distinct honor to hear uh, those special cases involving uh, properties that are not in compliance and that are a hazard uh, and a problem uh, for our communities. So very honored to sit on that bench. So with, with that, one of the things uh, that, that I know about the specialty dockets is they have kind of an underlying mission of helping people to reenter society or to cure situations uh, opposed to having the initial mission of being punitive. Yeah. Uh, talk about what, what your court does to help people, help the citizens through the challenges of their lives. Yeah, thank you for asking about that. So uh, within the Environmental Division, we have started a new docket. It is the Owner Occupied Initiative. And that uh, docket is particularly for homeowners who are in environmental court because their properties are not in compliance with code. Uh, for those individuals, we uh, ensure that there are resources within the courtroom. Uh, so whether you need a new roof or perhaps the issue is you need a new coat of paint. If there are resources within Franklin County that you qualify for, uh, we try to do all that we can to ensure that those resources are right there in the courtroom and are able to be leveraged uh, for those uh, defendants who are in need. Uh, we do all that we can to sort of leverage the resources that are available uh, throughout Franklin County. Uh, so sometimes that involves perhaps setting a case uh, at a particular time so that those resources can be available. Uh, sometimes it involves perhaps giving that defendant um, extra time needed um, to reach out to the folks uh, that would be able to assist them with getting that property in compliance. There's never enough, Sean. Uh, mm -hmm. There's always a shortage of resources, and the pandemic certainly didn't do uh, much to help us with that. And so it's yeah. it's always difficult um, to uh, to get access and to get those uh, resources that are needed uh, for defendants. But we do all that we can, and I am always working throughout Franklin County to learn about new resources so that we can make those available uh, to the defendants that need it most. Great, great. Yeah, that was actually one of my questions. Do we do we have enough resources? Are we headed in the right direction as the court evolves and yeah. and figures out how we can help people? through that or you know are we are we kind of at, a, at an impasse or a stopgap and and 
you know, do you, what, what tools, do you have all the tools you need in terms of the, of, of, from the legislature and the way that the laws are written? Um, how do you see the evolution of the future yeah. uh, with that? You know, as, you know, as a judge, I am in a unique position because while I see the need, um, ethics prohibit me from actually going out and requesting those resources on behalf of defendants. So it's it's sort of a battle for me because uh, while I I, it's, I feel it is my job as the judge in environmental to educate the uh, Franklin County uh, citizens about the needs that I see on a daily basis in environmental court, uh, my hands are somewhat tied from asking uh, for those resources. So it's a delicate balance. It mm-hmm. really is the responsibility of your legislators, your city council, and your mayor to ensure that those resources are available uh, and out there uh, for defendants in need. Uh, but certainly, I like to do all that I can to educate uh, about the gaps. And what I see, uh, Sean, as a glaring gap for us is those folks who sort of fall uh, in the uh, what I call the gray gap, where um, they aren't uh, what uh, folks perhaps would consider poor enough to qualify for some of the resources offered by the city of Columbus. Uh, I'll take, for instance, the roof grant. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to qualify uh, be, be uh, below, I believe it's below the poverty line in order to uh, qualify for that roof grant. And I could be um, uh, misstating uh, the qualification of it, but the point is many of our defendants who are in need don't necessarily meet that qualification in terms of income. They're just above it, but yet not able to make ends meet. And so it's always that fo- those folks in that gray area that sort of get left behind and the resources are not available. Those are the folks uh, that I um, am particularly concerned about, um, you know, when you're not poor enough to qualify for the resource, but you, you don't exactly have the resources uh, to get that property in compliance. That's where I see the gray area and the, and the most need okay. to be. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes yeah. that makes a lot of sense. It's always you always see those situations, and I, I always think of of someone's grandmother that's sitting out there and doesn't know what to do, and you know, many times uh, maybe there's enough financial resources, but they just don't know what to do. So. Yeah. Um, it's Very it's true. it's good stuff. Yeah. Um, moving on, and, and and just to just to mention, uh, folks uh, coming on, uh, Judge Stephanie Mingo of the Franklin County Environmental Court is our guest, and telling us about what the court does, and also talking about how they help and they are part of the positive solution to situations in Franklin County. With that, you in your in your campaign for reelection did something that's very, very unique. You went out to virtually every neighborhood, every group, and spoke with people and talked about the uh, the court and what the court does and what you do as the leader of that court. And how, how did, was that new to the community? Um, did, did Were people surprised to see a judge coming out and talking in that capacity. Tell us, tell us kind of the overview of how that came about and, and, and what it was about. Yeah, thank you for asking, Sean. Uh, so in 2019, when I ran to um, sort of retain my seat, I made a decision that uh, going forward, I wanted to be a judge that engaged community, uh, not just around uh, election time, but I wanted to find a vehicle to engage um with it being about nothing more than wanting to be a part of the community, wanting to know about the community that I served and wanting to carry the burdens uh, that the folks that I serve carry. And so uh, in 2021, uh, I made the decision to launch an initiative called Beyond the Bench. 
and I believe it was March of 2021, uh, Judge Gina Russo was appointed to the bench, and mm-hmm. I called her uh, either the day before or the day of her appointment, and I said, I've got this idea for an initiative. I know you have a heart for community and a love for service, uh, just as I do, and uh, would you be willing to be a part of this? Uh, this is, initiative is focused on uh, community engagement through active listening. And Sean, what I had learned uh, through serving on the environmental court is that many of the concerns of the folks that I see on a daily basis extend beyond the courtroom. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I didn't want to just know about the issues that impact them from a legal side. I wanted to know about those issues that um, impact them most, whether it's, um, you know, concern about cancer, whether it's concern about, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, food shortage, whether it's concern about childcare, whether it's concerned about infant and maternal uh, fatality rate in the African-American community, whether it's concern about uh, litter and trash and dumping on our west side, I want it to be involved and engage and understand the folks that we serve. It's so important uh, to me, and I know that Judge Russo shared the same shares the same view. It's so important uh, to me that we be judges that uh, not only listen but actively listen, really listen to understand uh, the folks that we serve. Um, yeah. You know, from the bench, I have um, sort of a snapshot view of what is going on in a particular defendant's life. Uh, but most of the folks in Franklin County. I will never encounter. They will never come before me in environmental court. Uh, mm-hmm. But they are still individuals that I serve. I am elected to serve all of Franklin County. And so it's so important for me to understand what goes on in their daily lives. And as one of their public officials, it's important for me to come alongside them and carry those burdens. I want them to know uh, that I care about their community, that I love Franklin County, and that I have a concern and a compassion uh, for the things that impact them most. So we launched Beyond the Bench uh, so that we could be the most informed and actively involved and engaged judges that we could possibly be. And I'm so proud of that initiative. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, what, what, you two, what, what you two have started, because I hope this doesn't end, is the relationship with the people. Yes, so yeah. important, so important uh, to build those relationships. I can't tell you uh, the impact it had on us when we returned to the bench. You know, we would go out and we would engage with community, whether it was one-on-one or at an event or perhaps at a nonprofit, and just really learn and study what it is they do, what it is that they're concerned about, and how we can be a part of that. Uh, yeah. By doing that, it really changed our view from the bench. Really? Uh, it really changed our outlook. What, what did you see that surprised you that maybe you weren't as aware about? Yeah, I. Um, what surprised me most is that um, people, their reaction to judges actually being human and, you know, being touchable and being accessible. It's intimidating. <laughs> Courtrooms are intimidating places. The judge sits up high, you wear and a black right. robe. It's- that's right. But it was so good for them to see us and to get to know us and to know, you know, we're um, daughters, we're mothers, we're wives, um, we're a part of your community. And what hurts you hurts us. What impacts you hurt, impacts us. What concerns you concerns us. Um, what makes you smile makes us smile. We mm-hmm. wanted them to know that we care 
and uh, that we wanted to be a part of them. We wanted to come right alongside them and be a part of their community. And so there's no substitute uh, for the relationships um, that, that, that we built. Um, there's no substitute for that human one-on-one connection. Yeah. And it was so valuable, I believe, to them, but it was also valuable to us as judges just to be informed and to know. It gave us, I think, a sharper eye um, it gave us a softer heart. Mm-hmm. Um, it um, gave us, um, I guess, that compassion that I think that you need every day on the bench. Sometimes day in, day out, you hear the same cases. And whether you realize it or not, you sort of develop a um, a gruffness or rather a, a desensitization, mm-hmm. I think, um, to uh, certain problems and certain issues. But by being actively involved and engaged with community on a daily and weekly basis, it changed us. It really did. And yeah. it certainly changed us for the better. And absolutely, Beyond the Bench will, as for as long as Judge Russo and I are on the bench, uh, we will continue going Beyond the Bench daily uh, to ensure that we stay actively involved and engaged with our community. Well, you're here today. And I mean, that's evidence that you found something that needs to be built yes. and said and that you're willing to continue carrying this forward absolutely and 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 the other thing that's interesting that i hear in the theme of this is that you recognize that you're in the people business that's right and that it's about human beings which is amazing it it really is all that we do it's honestly sean that's what we all should believe right as public and elected officials um we should all be in the people business. Sometimes you get um, caught up and mired in the politics of it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but really, uh, it's it's about the people. It's about the people we serve. Um, you know, again, and not just around election time, but every day. It's about the people that we serve and honoring them. Is there, is, is there, every day when you get up, is there something that you say to yourself or that you do that prepares you? to take on that day. Yeah, so Sean, thank you for asking. I am um, an elected official. I wear my uh, my faith on my sleeve. Okay. So I am a born-again Christian, and I believe that uh, when I wake up in the morning, I do all uh, for the glory of Christ. And so uh, that is sort of my gut check in the morning. Lord, what is it that you want me to do uh, in your name to honor you? I know that uh, we, I believe in my religion, we are the hands and feet of Christ. Mm -hmm. And so I want to do all that I can to serve and to um, engage the most vulnerable among us. Whatever I can do to assist and help uh, the least among us, the most vulnerable among us, I want to make sure that I do. Um, So that's the attitude really that I carry to the bench every day. What can I do? What can I do to serve, to make someone's life better? Um, to engage with someone, whatever I can do um, to improve the lives of those that I serve, I want to do it. So that that's really my gut check before I take the bench. That, that's a beautiful thought every day. Thank and you. I think if, if everyone starts their day on that premise, yeah, what a great world we would have, right? Absolutely. <laughs> it would take Absolutely. care of a lot. It would take care of a lot, <laughs> yeah. for sure. The um, In terms of the future directions, what, what, what would be the three things you would like to see the court system or your court? I mean, it's yeah. an open-ended question. This is for you to tell us. What, what would be three initiatives or three goals you would like to have during this next term in office that you would like to you know, put, a, put in motion? Yeah, well, certainly one, my uh, uh, priority one for me is to certainly to continue with Beyond the Bench and really to uh, ensure that uh, I stay actively engaged and actively listening to my community. That's always going to be priority one. Uh, priority number two for me is to really 
fight this pull that we are seeing within our judicial system uh, more and more towards partisanship. Mm -hmm. I want to uh, do all that I can to stay away from that and to really uh, be an example among my colleagues and among my peers um, that this is really about the business of the people. This mm -hmm. isn't about Republican or Democrat. It's really about uh, the citizens of, Frank of Franklin County. Um, I I'm sad to see how, uh, and disappointed, uh, Sean, to see how partisan the bench has become. Mm -hmm. um, it's not healthy. It's not healthy for the court, and it is not healthy for the public that we serve. Yeah. Um, so I will do all that I can uh, to uh, steer uh, my courtroom uh, and my public service away from that partisanship and to really be about the business of the folks of Franklin County. Good. Uh, and priority number three, Sean, is to do uh, more work in that area that we um, talked about previously, uh, the area of resources. As I mentioned before, uh, judges are prohibited from sort of going around and asking uh, making that ask on behalf of the court. In other words, making the ask for uh, resources, whether it be funding, uh, whether it be services. Uh, as a judge, I am unable to ask for those things. But what I am committed to doing is educating Franklin County uh, about the work of the court and about the needs that I see on a daily basis. And hopefully, Sean, that will uh, prompt uh, corporate Franklin County, nonprofit Franklin County to get involved, to see the need and get involved and to pour into these defendants who need it most. Nice. Yeah, we all win together and That's we all right. lose together. So, That's right. Um, and I love the way that you put in both corporate and nonprofit so yes. that we recognize that, that we have a dichotomy in some respects, but we're all in the mm -hmm. same boat moving forward and we choose the direction that that goes that's right and with, with, without a doubt so yeah. well super well that is that that actually brings us right up on our time mark so wonderful thank you for having me on it was our pleasure mm -hmm. um in terms of the environmental court do you have a website or anything if people need resources that they could seek out anything on judge mingo or the environmental court yes i do and sean we just recently uh changed our website I'll if you just out. google franklin county environmental court or Judge Stephanie Mingo, it will take you right to my website. There are resources and information about that court that you can find there. And I always welcome folks to sit in that courtroom anytime you have a chance. It's a very interesting courtroom. I know you'll enjoy the unique experience. Okay, yeah. great. It's a spectator sport too, I guess, then, <laughs> It right? sure is. <laughs> <laughs> but it's how we learn and we get to participate. Oh, that's right. And be a part of it. Yes. So. Great. Wonderful. Okay. All right. Thank you. Hey, thanks for giving us your time to listen. You've been listening to Fill in the Blank with Sean Parker, where we talk about the issues of politics and the geopolitical marketplace, as well as economics. If you like our channel, please subscribe to us at Fill in the Blank on YouTube. And be sure to listen every week as we come back to you with some of the most thought-provoking people of the day. And learning is always the key to what we're trying to do.